You know, we have a website that hardly any of you visit. Let me tell you what it's called, upontheserocks.co. Now, why should you visit it? Well, you will find the New Christendom Business and Trade Directory, and you should go there, and you should enter your business or trade in the directory, or one that you use. Then you'll also find everything you ever wanted to know about our Congresses, but we're afraid to ask, the tapes from 2021 and 2022, and that includes, yes, the upcoming 2023 Congress. That's upontheserocks.co. Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Founders Trade and Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. Biden's State of the Union speech didn't go over so well. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh set to leave the Biden administration to run the NHL Players Association. Will 2023 be a year of significant declines in inflation? And Hunter Biden's Manhattan art dealer is refusing to provide any information about his paintings to a congressional committee. Biden's State of the Union promised a call for unity, but his repeated pokes at Republicans and at least one glaring falsehood saw the speech devolve into a near shouting match last night. Republican members of Congress vocally disputed several of the claims about them, but especially when Biden said the GOP was plotting social security cuts and in the 70 minute speech, which also drew jeers blaming Biden for the rise in fentanyl deaths. Biden barely even mentioned China, just days after a spy balloon from the communist aggressor traversed the United States last week. The 80-year-old Biden began his second State of the Union by appearing to make an effort to follow through on the White House's unity messaging spin, warmly greeting House Speaker Kevin McCarthy after entering, before he proceeded to attack the GOP. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset, Biden claimed, leading to an uproar from Republicans. That moment left Biden attempting to calm the heckling by saying, I'm not saying it's a majority. Anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. Biden attempted to counter the loud jeers. Liar, shouted Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia. I'm glad to see. No, I tell you, I enjoy conversation, Biden said, trying to play off the awkward and contentious moment. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh is set to leave the Biden administration to run the NHL Players Association. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose has the latest. U.S. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh is set to leave the Biden administration to run the NHL Players Association. Two people familiar with the matter confirmed. A separate person privy to the talk said that the two sides are currently in contract negotiations. Walsh's departure could come amid a wider shakeup within the Biden administration as it begins the tail end of its first term in office and prepares for a possible re-election campaign.
A member of Biden's cabinet leaving politics to go run the NHL Players Association is important because so far hockey has been behind the curve on the influx of social justice warriors and social justice dialogue. However, with a Biden cabinet member, or now former Biden cabinet member, assuming that leadership responsibility within the NHL, we may see an uptick in social justice language and action within the NHL. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. The United States is watching disinflation travel through the national economy, but it has a long way to go before price stability is achieved, said Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. Speaking at the Economic Club of Washington on Tuesday, the Fed chair acknowledged that the country is in the very early stages of disinflation. However, many parts of the marketplace are still experiencing elevated inflation, he said. Hmm, you think? alluding to the services sector. In December, services inflation climbed to 7.5% year-over-year, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and that is the highest level since August of 1982. According to Powell, it's going to take some time to return inflation to the central bank's 2% target, and the road to this aim is probably going to be bumpy. As a result, he believes that the Fed will need to hold the policy rate at a restrictive level for an extended period. We expect 2023 to be a year of significant declines in inflation, he said. Our quote of the day, it is with the smallest brushes that the artist paints the most exquisitely beautiful pictures, St. Andre Bessett. And our saint of the day coming up, the father of the Trinitarians who worked for freedom for Christians around the world. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey, Crusaders, did you know that at the Founders Trading Post, we have days, I'm talking days, of digital downloads that you could purchase, and they're all really affordable. Listen, some of these titles would be great for you homeschoolers out there, like Joseph Pierce's Shivania Conference and the Shakespeare Radio Film Fest. To see the entire collection, just go to shop.mikechurch.com. Our saint of the day is St. John of Matha. He was born in France in 1160, and his parents were wealthy and sent him away to school so he could receive the best education. He used the money his parents sent him to help the poor, spending his free time performing other works of charity and paying visits to the local hospital to tend the sick. When he graduated, he moved to a hermitage so he could spend his days in quiet prayer, but his friends visited him so often that he saw this as a sign from God that he was called to serve others as a priest. He entered the seminary and was ordained when he was 32 years old. When Father Mathra was celebrating his first Mass, he had a vision of Christ holding the hands of two men in chains. On one side was a Christian, and on the other was a Moor. Father Matha lived during the time of the Crusades when the Christians fought religious wars against the Moors. Thousands of Christians had been captured by them and were forced into slavery, some even tortured if they would not deny their faith. After his vision, John thought of a plan to rescue those Christian slaves. He would offer a ransom for them. So he went to Rome to ask Pope Innocent III for permission to put his plan into action, and the Pope was so impressed with John's idea that he approved the founding of a new religious order led by John. The community was called the Order of the Holy Trinity, and they became known as 
the Trinitarians. The men who joined the order went to Morocco, Tunis, and Spain to ransom Christian slaves and return them to their homes. The Trinitarians collected the money to pay for the ransoms by begging for coins from average people and by asking for larger donations from wealthy benefactors. John spent the rest of his life working for the freedom of Christians around the world, and today the members of the Trinitarian order work in more than 20 countries, bringing the word of God to men and women in prisons. They preach about the freedom Jesus brings to all who believe in him. John DeMatha died in 1213 in Rome. He was canonized in 1666. Hunter Biden's Manhattan art dealer is refusing to provide any information about his paintings to a congressional committee investigating the Biden family's business dealings. The New York Post has learned. In a February 6th letter to Republican Representative James Comer, who chairs the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability, a lawyer for art dealer George Burgess raises concerns about complying with the committee's demands to see records about clients who have purchased Hunter's work. Refusal to comply with a congressional subpoena could result in a fine of up to $1,000 and up to a year in prison. The committee, which is probing Biden's international and domestic business dealings, is set to begin hearings today. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com. Stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.